So yeah, I'm gonna have pizza. Maybe some garlic knots. And some marinara sauce. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Go, Heather. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to another Did I Miss Anything? Yes, that's what we are. Or I- this, what this is. Yep. Yeah. I'm Heather. I'm Lewis. Hey. And so, little behind the scenes scoot on this week's episode. Scoot? Did I say scoot? It sounded like scoot. Scoop. Little really, behind the scenes. Really popped that big. Little behind the scenes scoop. We originally started with an incredibly depressing movie. Oh, yeah, we fucked up. <laughs> um, the Pianist. Pianist? The Pianist. Pianist. We usually go into these movies like not knowing what they're about because we've never seen them yeah we're, we're just going by you know pop culture and what it seems to be very talked about movies or tv shows or albums or whatever yeah the pianist was one of them back in the oh. back in the early aughts what's that the early 2000s what's aught? i think that's what they refer to as the like the 2000 to 2010 those are like the aughts why i don't know i don't like that well that's I'm pretty sure that's like a thing that they did. Yeah, it's a way of referring to the first decade of the century. So like the first, so like the 2000s, like 20, like 2000, 2010, or 1900 to 1910. Where'd they get that that from? It's American English. Is this though? Is it? It's it's the equivalent, it's the equivalent term, the equivalent term used in British English is the noughties. Of course it is. (laughs) Um, it, It arrives from the word ought and not, respectively, both meaning zero. Oh, I get it. So it's because of all the zeros. So will they call this one, will they call this decade the 20s? Like, I guess. Because, like, we're in the 20s again. Like, not the 1920s, like the roaring 20s. Like, with, like, you know, jazz and stuff. No, this is, like, the depressing 20s. This is the decade the world ends. Oh, wow. Climate change and stuff. Pianist really got to you, huh? Anywho. Oh, yeah, so we were talking about that. So, yeah. So we started The Pianist. Okay, so it's it's about the Holocaust. Yeah, to preface this. I mean, this, not to laugh at the Holocaust. That was a terrible, terrible, you know, time in history. We only got, like, 50 minutes into this movie. Yeah. And after coming off of Spotlight, we couldn't do two depressing films in a row. Yeah. Um, after we saw some guy um, just get shot point blank in the head. Oh, no, he got beat to death. And then he they, with... threw, they threw the one guy. He was in a wheelchair. And, like, the Germans came, and they were like, everybody stand up, and the guy couldn't because he's in a wheelchair. They just threw him off the balcony. Yeah, they just threw a guy in a wheelchair off the balcony. It was nuts. So we couldn't watch that that, anymore. I'm assuming that's, like, what the Nazis did. Probably. Anyway. That's, like, some messed up thing to just, like, make up. Yeah, and he barely, like, he, like, Adrian Brody barely played the piano in that movie. Like, he did, but, like, I don't understand. I guess we didn't get enough. No. We We didn't get through enough of it to know why... 50 minutes in and we were like done. I don't know. But yeah, anyway. So we moved on to a more lighthearted film. Sure. That was also very much talked about in the comedy world. That film being Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. I want to make sure I got that title right. I never. I thought it was just Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh yeah, it's Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. So we've never seen this movie. No. Apparently very big amongst comedy movies or yeah. the comedy genre yeah it's supposed to be like you know it's british comedy british comedy is supposed to be better than american comedy i don't know i don't know about that i don't either um they say it's more sophisticated i don't know okay i guess so the movie yeah of course the monty python uh what would you call it troop 
troop. Yeah, I guess it'd, be, it'd kind of be like Broken Lizard. Like, if you have to, I guess if you can compare it to something, like it's a bunch of the same actors who do yeah, so different it's, movies. It's, you know, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gillum, Eric Idle, Terry Jones, Michael Palin. Yeah, I only know Eric Idle and John Cleese. The other ones I'm not familiar with. Well, they were all in the movie. Uh, yeah, Well, yeah, I know that. So for those of you who haven't seen it, yeah. the movie is essentially the retelling of King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table. Mm-hmm. And the entire movie is essentially, well, like the first half of the movie is King Arthur, uh, played by, that's Graham Chapman. He He's trying to find knights for the round table because at first he doesn't have any. It's just him and Patsy, who's mm-hmm. who's his squire, and travels with him making horse noises with coconut shells. Yeah, I guess the funny thing is that he doesn't have a horse. Yeah, so, so no just... one no one in this movie actually rides a horse. Yeah. They just they just travel along with squires that yeah. have coconut shells and make like the the clip clop noises to simulate horses trotting. Yeah, and they trot along too. And they trot along too. Yeah. So. He starts recruiting all the knights of the round table, eventually gets uh, Sir Bevedere the Wise, Lancelot the Brave, Galahad the Pure, and Sir Robin the Knight, the not quite so brave as Sir Lancelot. That's his full name. And Robin also comes with minstrels who sing songs about him being brave, but not really because they ultimately end up being songs about him running away because he's not so brave. Oh. He's not as brave. As, Lance. as Lancelot. That's the that's what's funny about so it. So that's that's the whole gag. That's the funny part. Yeah. So yeah. they travel looking for the Holy Grail. Which is what, by the way? Did we even find out what the Holy Grail is? So I'm looking it up now. It's like in it's in different traditions. It's described as a cup, dish, or stone with miraculous powers that provide happiness, eternal youth, or sustenance in infinite abundance. Oh, that's a lot um, of big words. So a lot of big words. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's that's the Holy Grail. So they start traveling along. They come across this castle occupied by French soldiers. The lead he was the funniest part. The French guy was the funniest part. Yeah, the lead the lead French guy was also John Cleese. So John Cleese plays Sir Lancelot, um, and he also plays the Black Knight, and he plays the French the, the French guard at the castle that taunts the English the the Englishman, the yeah. um, King Arthur and his knights. All the main actors play a lot of the different. Yeah, characters. they all play like several roles. So he's basically making fun of them, and he, they start throwing livestock at them to get them to go away but my favorite part john cleese the french guys my favorite line is i fart in your general direction yeah so so he's taunting him and then up until actually before this king arthur runs into the black knight which is also played by john cleese and the black knight is supposed to be like the he he always wins his fights and stuff so as as king arthur is approaching he doesn't have any knights yet so he's looking to recruit the black knight and the black knight is fighting some other guy he of course wins and then the Black Knight, or actually uh, King Arthur goes up to him and he says, hey, I'm King Arthur. I'm looking for knights for my round table. You just made the cut. Congratulations. The knight doesn't answer him or anything. And so King Arthur goes, all right, I guess I'll be on my way. And then the Black Knight says, none shall pass. They get into a fight. King Arthur starts cutting off his limbs, but the Black Knight won't stop fighting. So he cuts off one of his arms and he's like, oh, it's just a flesh wound. Let's keep going. Cuts off his other arm. And then the Black Knight can't fight with a sword anymore because he's got no arms. So then he just starts kicking him and he's like, no, I'm not done yet. So then he cuts off both his legs and then the Black Knight just goes like, all right, we'll call it a draw. And needless to say, the Black Knight does not join the Knights of the Round Table. 
None shall pass. I say that all the time. Is I'm assuming that's what this that's from, right? This well, they say it in the movie. I don't know if it's specifically from the movie because this say, movie is only from '75. I feel like none shall pass should definitely. I feel like that's definitely been said before. You think? But made, made, made popular by this movie. Maybe I this say, movie made it popular. I say none shall pass all the time, and I know I never knew what it was from. But I just say it. Well, it's in this movie. Okay. Um, so yeah, so then they arrive at that castle with um, John Cleese again as the French guard who's mm. kind of taunting them. They start throwing fart in your general fart direction. In your general direction. <laughs> they start throwing livestock at him, and it, yeah. and uh, King Arthur and his and his knights they they retreat. They kind of go back to uh, back to the drawing board, and they come up with the idea of doing um, kind of the tro the Trojan rabbit, which is like the Trojan horse that I think was the Romans did that. Yeah, I think so. Um, so they they build this Trojan rabbit as a peace offering or as a gift. And the plan is for them to hide inside. And, you know, the rabbit comes in the castle, they attack at night, the whole thing. Only problem is none of them went into the Trojan rabbit. Oh, so oh my God. they made the Trojan rabbit, left it at the doorsteps of the castle. The French guards bring it in. Nobody's in there. And then they're off in the hill explaining the plan and realize, oh, we forgot to get in the rabbit. <laughs> so classic, classic, classic comedy. Classic comedy. Oh, man. So then they continue their travels. They decide to go on their separate ways. I guess all the different knights go to different places. Arthur and Bevid... Be oh, God. Arthur and Bedivere. 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 The wise. Uh, they're given directions by an old man to satisfy some weird requests from these knights in the woods, the knights who say knee. Um, all they say is knee. That's how they attack. They just say knee. 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 Not nigh. Nigh. Knee. Knee. And Not no. Knee. They say knee. <laughs> yep. Sir Robin goes to Sir Robin goes to some other forest where he runs into like a three-headed knight. And when he runs into the three-headed knight, all three heads start arguing with each other. And Robin kind of sneaks away to avoid a fight because, again, he's not as brave as Lancelot, so he just scatters away. Sir Galahad finds this castle where he sees, like, a grail-shaped beacon, kind of like the bat signal above the castle, and he's like, oh, I found the grail. That's where it is. Turns out this castle, it's Castle Anthrax. <laughs> oh, no. And full of young women. They don't really, they don't have any men there, so they're very much all about pleasing Galahad. Mm -hmm. So they offer to, you know, offer to take care of him, give him like a place to, a place to sleep. They're uh, very they suggestive see, yeah, with their, um, yeah, they see that he's wounded language and, and yeah. you know, they, they see that he's wounded and they bring some, some doctors to come check on him who are very young. And Galahad says that by saying they're doctors. And, and I guess the lead woman there, I, f I forget her name now, but the lead woman there says, uh, they're medically trained. And, they and kinda, he's the pure, right? Galahad the pure? Uh, Galahad the pure, Oh, that's yeah. the funny part, because he's yeah. supposed to be yeah. pure, and they're, like, trying to seduce him, kind of. Sort yeah, of. so they're kind of, you know, taking... They, they start taking off some of his armor and things yeah. to check on his wound, and he's like, oh, no, no, I have to go, I have to go. He's probably got a boner. Um, probably, and yeah, yeah. doesn't, doesn't want to be... Tempted. Doesn't want to be tempted. He's pure. Pure. Yeah. Pure. Like the Jonas Brothers in the early 2000s. Yeah. Pure. So he goes into another part of the castle where all these women are in this one giant room and he runs into a woman who looks like the lead woman of the castle because it turns out she has a twin sister. Oh, and, that part. And he explains to her that he saw this grail-shaped beacon and where's the grail? I'm looking for this grail. 
And the woman says, oh, that was my twin sister. She was in charge of the beacon tonight. Oh, that was very wrong of her. Like, we have to go punish her. And then she said, the only punishment we have here is you have to tie her up and you have to give her a spanking. Uh And then after you're done with that, you will do with her as you please. Wow. And then all these other women start saying like, yeah, I should be punished too and me too and all this. And so then, so then, uh... Uh, Galahad goes, well, all right, I guess I could stay a little bit longer. Just as he says that, Lancelot shows up and he gets, he, he rescues, quote unquote, Galahad. And Galahad doesn't want to go at this point because now temptation's starting, starting to work. Cock block, man. Yeah. But, but Lancelot, Lancelot gets him, gets him out of there. Meanwhile. Good thing he didn't lose any of his purity. Yeah. He still remains Galahad the pure. Yeah. Meanwhile, what would you have to call him after that? Galahad the unpure? I guess. Galahad the, the slut? Yeah. Oh, tainted is actually pretty good. Tainted. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, speaking of Lancelot, he's on his quest, and his quest has taken him somewhere where there's like some other castle, and the father, I guess, I don't know, I don't think he was a king. Well, I guess he must have been. Anyway, the guy yeah, that the, owns the swamp the, castle guy. Yeah, because the kid was the prince. Yeah. So, I mean... So, so it's this swamp castle, and the king is holding the prince in his room, and he's the prince is about to get married to, of course, a girl he doesn't want to get married to. It's all about, you know, because the, the would-be bride's father is also a king who owns a lot of land. The swamp castle is built on a swamp, and he the the swamp castle king explains the story of how he built all these castles but they all sunk because they're in a swamp and now you have to marry this girl because we need land because right now we live in a swamp actual hard land swamp yeah sturdy hard land sturdy land yeah to build castles as opposed to the swamp that we're currently on yes and he says i don't want to marry her yeah he was annoying yeah he was such a little bitch so he fires off an arrow with a note it lands well it hits lancelot's squire Right in the chest. Oh, he, killed him. He, well, no, he didn't die. Oh. Um, he reads the note. He thinks that it's from, of course... I think it was uh, on my phone at that point. I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. I was scrolling through Twitter. He, he thinks it's from a lady who's being held against her, her will. So, of course, he rushes to the castle, kills everybody in the castle on her way to this lady, finds out that it's actually a guy, and he's like, ooh, uh... Might have made a mistake here. I um, guess. I mean, he he needed help too. You can't help a dude out. Well, can't help a fellow bro. That's not what Lancelot was about. Yes. So he figures out that it's just from this this prince, and meanwhile, of course, he you know kills all these people as he's storming the castle. And have fun storming the castle. Yeah, that's from a different movie. Sorry. And then he swings out of there, and then literally he grabs like there's like a rope, and he just swings out of there. Yeah. And then well, there's a whole other bit where the prince wants to start singing and then his dad oh, is just like, stop yeah, singing. Yeah, no, he, he like looks at the camera. He's like, stop this. We're not doing it this way. Yeah, he wants to like, he really wants to burst into song for some reason. But his dad will not let him, which I is that think like a homophobic, is a homophobic. Is it like a homophobic joke, you think? Like, I don't know. Like he's like, well, because they sing? had done. So in the movie, they had done a couple of musical performances before that. Yeah. So I think maybe this is just like, no, we don't want to do another one, maybe. Oh, baby. OK. I don't know. I think that's supposed to be the joke there. I thought it was supposed to be like, he's gay and he wants to sing. I don't know um so then fly today no no wouldn't do it Mm -hmm. so then arthur and his knights they regroup they they meet tim the enchanter who's this guy that can just like summon fire well it looked more like fireworks in the movie yeah i think they were fireworks and he shows him to this cave where the holy grail is supposed to be 
and it's guarded by what is described as this unholy beast that no man has ever lived, that no man has ever fought and lived. So this beast is just like, he's got like all these, these gangly teeth and he's just, un, can't be defeated. So they, he takes him to the entrance of the castle. Turns out the beast is a bunny rabbit. Oh, a cute little bunny. It's a little bunny rabbit. A little white bunny. And so they, of course, underestimate the rabbit. One of the knights, I forget which one, goes up to him and he's like, oh, I'll take care of this, like, two seconds, no problem. Goes over there, rabbit lunges at him, just... Rips his just, head off. Just bites his throat. Oh, yeah. And just, like, just bites through his neck and, like, just decapitates the guy. Immediately dead. Just dead right away. And then the knights are all like, what, what just happened? Yeah, it's a bunny. And then, and then Tim the Enchanter's like, yeah, everybody always, everybody always underestimates the bunny. So they all charge at the bunny. Bunny starts killing all of them except for, like, three... I think the only ones that lived, it was Lancelot, King Arthur, Galahad, they and, all, I think, and I think Robin lived. Yeah, well, they all live. Because, I mean, I think they all, do they all, like, die at some point and then they're just back onto the, on the trail? Like, they're just back looking for the Holy Grail? I don't think so. I don't oh. think so. No, but a good, a good amount of them, like, three or four of them died. Right. And so then they make it to this bridge where it's a, uh, I think it was, like, the Bridge of Death or something like that. And it's basically, you have to answer three questions to make it across the bridge. Yeah, there's like this like weird like troll looking dude. Yeah, so so they originally, Arthur volunteers Robin, and Robin's like, uh, no, I think Lancelot should do it. And yeah, because it, if you answer any of the questions wrong, you, you, get, die. you just die. And so Robin, Robin nominates Lancelot. Lancelot's like, yeah, whatever, I'll he, do it. He's Lancelot the Brave. Of course yeah. he's going to do it. So the three questions he has to answer is, what are your name? Uh, what's your name? What's your quest? Um, and what, what's your favorite color? Yeah. So Lancelot answers all three, crosses the bridge. No big deal. And then Robin's like, oh, I could do that. All right, let's, let's go. So he, he asks him the same, the first, the, the first two questions are the same. What's your name? What's your quest? The third question changes. Third question is what is the capital of, I don't even remember what he said. Yeah. Some, it was like some, some country or some town in some town. Yeah. Some old timey town. Yeah. And he didn't know the answer, so he dies. Yeah, he just gets like he just, he's like thrown yeah. over the bridge like lava, and, and or something. he just dies. Yeah. Then, same question for um, for Galahad the Pure, except he gets the same three questions as Lancelot, but his favorite color he says blue, but apparently blue is not his favorite color because then he ends up dying. <laughs> what an idiot! So so that uh... didn't work out for him. So then finally it's Arthur's turn, and the bridge keeper asks him again. First question: What's your name? What's your quest? And then the third question was something about um, birds. Was how about it, birds. Was about yeah. Um, it how was much a swallow. does this, yeah? How much does a swallow weigh? Yeah, something like that. And then Arthur asks him to clarify, like if he means a cer- this certain like what species what species of swallow. And the bridge keeper doesn't know. So then he gets thrown into the gorge, and he dies. So then Arthur and Bevid- Bedivere and Lancelot are the only ones left. Arthur and Bedivere make it across the bridge. They're trying to find Lancelot. They can't. And then it turns out the police show up because they're investigating a historian's death because in the middle of the movie, they cut to like this famous historian who's explaining the story of Arthur and his knights. And someone rides by and kills him with a sword, but we never see who it was. So kind of one of the, I guess the other plot of this movie is like the cops trying to figure out who killed this historian. And 
it turns out, I guess it was, they end up arresting Lancelot, so I guess it was Lancelot that did it. Yeah, maybe. We don't know. And, and then that's basically it. That's the end of the movie. Um, well, actually, they, so Arthur and Bedivere also make it, they make it to a castle in the middle of the island, um, which is, it's castle, a castle R. <laughs> so like yeah because in the cave after they after they had killed the bunny in the cave they they had a message written and it said that the grail was in this castle r and so they thought that that r part was just um uh when the person that wrote it as he died he wrote ah uh, instead of just dying but i guess it's a real castle and it's in the middle of this island in a lake and so they go there and they're asking for someone to to talk to them, and it turns out it's those same French soldiers from nah. the, from earlier in the movie. The French guys back. So they're taunting him again, and this time they throw crap like literal shit on the knights as as they're well on Arthur and uh, Bedivere as they're approaching the castle, and then they they leave. They go back to shore, and Arthur assembles like all these all these knights and people that are just ready to fight, which came out of nowhere because yeah. they were nowhere else in the movie. I don't know where they came from. They just they just show up and and then that's when the cops you see the cops come in and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa." And they arrest Lancelot and just the movie ends. And then the one cop like grabs the camera and he's like, "Stop filming." And then that's how the movie ends. Yep. That's how it ended. It was a weird movie. I mean, yeah. It was, yeah, I um needless to say, I I did not feel like I missed anything with this movie. I feel like I missed something meaning like I think I should have I should see it because I like like comedy and you know movies and stuff. But like, I don't think it was funny. No, like, like I'm glad I watched it. Like so I can like say, hey, I watched Monty, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. I know I can shit on it. Yeah, like with seeing it. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I didn't I didn't get that movie. Um, I mean it was kind of funny. Like the I mean there were some. I mean every it was there were some parts that were funny. Like the fart in my general direction yeah. thing was funny. Um, the recurring theme of like nobody having horses and just like the squires following them around with coconut shells to make the the, the sound that horses make when they're trotting was kind of funny. Was it? I mean, eh, for a little while, then I it kind of got kind of annoying. Got old. Uh, it just, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was that funny, like at all. No, I, I definitely think this movie is one of the one of those like very much overhyped movies. I don't know. I, I'm guessing because. Well, maybe, I mean, it was in '75, and it was something like so different. Yeah, maybe it doesn't maybe hold up now. The joke, the jokes aren't as um, like I don't want to say sophisticated as they would be now, but they're not. I mean, that's not the right words, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Men aren't funny. You know what I mean? Like right. I just, there's just, it's just something, it's just something in their DNA right. mm-hmm. that just makes them. You know, they just can't. They're just not funny. I don't like. Watching, I don't, th- I don't like watching men try and be funny. Yeah. They just can't do it. Right. So yeah. I'm just trying to say. So. Is that it? That was it. Yeah. Mm, okay. In any case, uh, because of this movie, the the Broadway musical Spam a Lot, Monty Python and the Holy Grail was base was the basis for the musical Spam a Lot, mm-hmm. which which did go on to win a whole mess of awards. Spam, yeah. Spam a Lot did. You know who was in that in that broad in that Broadway production? I know Hank Azaria was. Sarah Ramirez. Callie. From Grey's Anatomy. I don't know who that is. She's on. Well, she was on Grey's Anatomy. She's not on anymore. Or uh, they, I think, they are on Grey's Anatomy. She, I think they go by they, them pronouns now. Okay. I think. Anyway. But, I mean, the movie is constantly talked about. It's got a 97% approval rating 
on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I just and it's and it was it's like on a bunch of like best comedy lists. Like yeah. it's like number two on the like I think Rolling Stones like comedy list. Yeah, in in the UK Total Film Magazine in two thousand ranked it the fifth greatest comedy film of all time. Yeah, I I I don't know. Yeah, it's ranked right behind Airplane, which I'm like, Airplane's so much funnier. Like a thousand times funnier. I don't know, maybe in the, maybe for its time it was funny. I don't know. I guess maybe maybe we just don't get it. Maybe we're not. Yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's maybe above it's us. us. Maybe we don't get the jokes. We don't get the comedy. It's maybe British, not. so I mean, give it give it a watch if you've never seen it. We're just dumb Americans. And then let us know. Yeah, I guess. I yeah. mean, give... it reminded me a lot of um, um, history of the world, but like, but hist- that but history of the world is <laughs> funny. Yeah, history of the world's funny. So I mean, that came out around the same time, right? They're about the same. I think that came out in the seventies. Mel Brooks, right? History of the World Part 1 was 81. Oh, 81. All right. So six years later. Yeah. I don't know. But also, I feel like it might be one of those movies where, like, like you watched it when you were younger, so you just you just think it's really good. Like, you have, like you have any yeah, of those movies? Yeah, I guess. Like, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Like, <sighs> we watch right? I watched it all the time when I was young, and I thought it was hilarious, and I still think it's really funny, but, like... You watched it for the first time Wasn't recently, and you didn't like it. Wasn't I mean, it w- not that you didn't like it, but you didn't think it was as funny as like we all did. Right? Yeah. Because we we grew up watching it. Yeah. So, so I think it's maybe it's one of those types of things. It's like maybe. a nostalgia type deal. Maybe. Um, I don't know. But if you haven't seen it, give it a shot. No, I definitely think people should watch it though. Yeah. I think it's an important piece of like comedy film history. Yeah. Right. And it's Monty Python. I mean, they're a super popular like, or they were super popular. Yeah. Let like, us- comedy troupe. Let us know if if you think it was funny. Yeah. Um. Let us know on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Yeah, please. I. We need a follower. We still have no. Well, we have one follower. It's me. Oh, oh, come on, guys! You yeah. should follow us. Yeah. On... I mean, I think people have to listen to the podcast and listen for people to if, follow and follow us. If you're us. listening, just follow us on Twitter really quick. I'll give you a minute. There you go. That was not a minute. It was close enough. Was it? Just you know, just. Just do that, and while while you follow us on Twitter, just subscribe to this podcast oh, too. Yeah, if, if you're listening, Please. just hit the subscribe. And I'll give you a second for that too. Yeah. Maybe we should have finished. Thank the, you. Maybe we should have finished the pianist. Maybe it would have been a better movie. Oh jeez. Oh, I mean, that movie was so depressing. Oh, so depressing. Again, only fifty minutes into it, but a lot of people died. I mean, just, again, it was a hol- it was it was a Holocaust movie. It was. Oh, it was, that, was um, that movie was couldn't do that movie. It, it but it was like graphic and yeah. violent, like. If if you haven't seen the pianist, don't. I mean, it's. I mean, okay, like, it's rough. It is. It's, it's a rough, rough. It's a rough movie. Yeah. If you, From what I saw, though, the acting quite good. Oh yeah, I mean, Adrian Brody good. was good. Yeah, I I don't know if he played if he was playing the piano or not, but whoever was very good pianist. Sure, sure. And yeah, but just just know what you're going into yeah if you've seen schindler's list it's along those it's on that it's along those lines very uh, graphic and very but monty python and the holy grail yeah much lighter fare much lighter pretty probably o- not as good a movie though as the pianist i probably bet you, i bet you the pianist is a better movie probably um also monty python and the holy grail i think very overrated i agree i absolutely agree with you wasn't that funny yeah but give it a try but i will continue to say i fart in your general direction that's the one thing that i'm taking away from this movie i'm gonna use that as an insult okay yeah i'm definitely gonna do that on that note Mm -hmm. 
And they call someone a tit in it. I thought that was really they funny. Did. I think that's like a British thing. You know, like tit? they use twat a lot. Yeah. I think they call people tits like an idiot, like they're idiots. They have very like colorful, twit, but tit. very colorful slang. The they Brits. do. So I'll take away. I'll take away some of that. But there you go. Other than that, I don't. I, I'll, like, I'll never watch that movie ever again. I don't no, need to. there's no need. It's not like one of those movies where it's like for me, Baby Mama. I love watching Baby mm. Mama. I think it's hilarious, and I'll watch it all the time. But so there you go. But again, women are funny. Men are not funny. Oh, okay. So. Um, that movie, uh, Baby Mama, has, you know, Tina Fey and Polar in it. Oh, just so it's a, the epitome. It's a Tina Fey and Polar joint, so. Epitome of just comedic. You know they're funny. Okay. Put it out. All right. So be sure to follow us on Twitter, oh, at yeah. Did I Miss Pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, do that. Give us some reviews I and mean, some ratings. We don't need to beg, but like. Please? But like, I mean, if you want. Please. You gotta act, you gotta, you gotta act like nonchalantly. Whatever, like do whatever, do what you want. No, we'd like it if you subscribe. Like, whatever. You don't want to be too needy. Okay. You don't want to, you know. And give us some suggestions on what we should watch next. Yeah, maybe something good. We haven't watched a... I mean, Spotlight was good. Spotlight was good. Spotlight was good. But, like... Depressing, but yeah, very well, good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Definitely um, put a stain on my childhood. There you go. Growing up Catholic and whatnot. And as promised, Heather is going to be giving you our newly minted outro... Because as you know, we've had a few issues saying, well, we've had a few issues ending the podcast. We usually just end up saying bye. Oh. So for the first time ever. Oh, yes. 20 weeks in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The debut. Yes. Of our new outro. Take it away, Heather. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, 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 yeah, just, did I miss anything? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you put me on the spot, but I wasn't prepared for that. Like, you're just going to come at me like that? Like, you're really going to just embarrass me like that? Thanks for listening. Like, we'll be back next week. In front of all, you know, in front of our thousands of listeners? Like, you're really just going to... See you then. Do that to me? It's messed up. Bye-bye.